Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. When you make room for that, you make room for something else or you're able to flourish because that's not, that's not like clogging the system. It's also no longer your demon mm -hmm. because you've let it go. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey. <laughs> wow. Well, we realized that it was because the days have just been going into one another and we didn't know if we had done a podcast or not done a podcast. No, I actually thought it was uh, Monday and that's like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, pardon? This has been a really crazy week, guys. And with everything that's going on with Garona, Garona, it is even crazier. So let's catch you up to speed. So Thursday, <sighs> we get a phone call from the like promoter and just the team and they're like, listen, 
then we're thinking that we should possibly postpone. We are in the back of a cab, just so you know. Uh, we're thinking that we should postpone the show on Tuesday in New York. Um, California just went into a state of emergency. emergency. New York's next. Without It hadn't been called yet. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It's I mean, so- it sucks because we were so looking forward to having a wicked night out in New York. People had bought tickets. We totally understand. We were just as disappointed of canceling it as everyone else was. So with like an abundance of caution, they said, we, you know. Good one. Abundance of caution. I, like I want that. to throw it out there. We're going to cancel it. So, fine. But luckily, and what made us kind of okay with it is that we're, we postponed it and we got a date in October. So everyone who bought the tickets, they'd secured their tickets. So, uh, or they get a refund. Or they so get a refund. But, but I totally understand. People are like, I don't even know. Well, my life's going to be like in October. I know. But I'm like, keep your ticket because it'll sell out fast and and it's something to look forward to. Yeah. So then, okay, you ready? So then we uh, are on our way to Oprah and we oh, get to oh, oh, Oprah. So that's a partnership with WW. They wanted us out there. They're like, we have some things lined up. We want you to do the, like the experience and you have a podcast with Mindy who's like the CEO and basically Oprah's right hand and we're like, like 50, 50 most powerful women in the world like she isn't, no joke. she isn't taking a lot of meetings but she really likes you guys and wants to meet you and we're She'll like come what? to your hotel yeah. do a, uh, like a podcast okay sure okay sure so as we're doing that, we're sitting there, and then we get another phone call that our media day in New York is canceled. So now every reason we have to go to New York <laughs> is canceled, but we have a flight the next day to New York and only to New York uh, and a virtual VI, uh, late night live, and we're trying to figure it all out. So we go to Oprah wondering if, like, oh, God, if this is going to be, like, like you, we, didn't, we just didn't know. And Oprah made jokes about Corona. She's like, just please wash your hands. Like, let's not, like, yeah, you 15, know. 15,000 people in the audience. Uh, like, I think we might have told you her, it was her last stop on her tour. And her guest for it was um, was Gail, her best friend. So I think I had an epiphany. Oh. I think watching them talk is like watching like I watching guess. us talk, which is like makes people be like, oh, that that's how we talk. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they're like, oh, that's what we talk about because they were really normal, really funny, and funny, and just cute, and you just knew they knew each other so well. Like you didn't, <gasps> they didn't have to be careful Not what us. they were saying to each other. Um, both of our husbands are calling us because we just landed. <laughs> I know. We're like, we're just doing a podcast. We love you, but we're just going to have to call you back. What? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it was it was a, an amazing show. There were some, like, epically large life lessons that maybe we can sum up in this podcast because, um, like, a lot of what we say and a lot of the entrepreneur, like, part of us is is what I think Oprah preaches and like just what you do in your life and just you as a mom not you but like you all listening and it was like you know Oprah has done basically therapy through her show every single day for like 25 years like she's actually never done therapy which is kind of crazy because I feel like every famous person or everybody with money is like I have done years and years of therapy and what I always can't help but think is like that costs a lot, a of, lot of money. money. I know to like to get to know yourself. Yes. So <laughs> yes. She is like I've never done it, and then she told a story about how like this. I think this was probably my biggest take a home. Take a home. Take a home. Take a home. Biggest take home is what we've been trying to preach for so long, but maybe didn't have this story. I feel like that story. Like the perfect example. The of perfect it. example. So. 
she had a mom who left her. Uh, she doesn't remember her mom for the first six years of her life. She lived with her grandmother in a tiny home. They lived, she slept with her grandmother every single day. At six years old, she's plucked from her everything she knows, from, and she does not know why she's dropped off at her mom's house. And it's a different city. A different city, and she knows nothing. So she gets to this house, and her mom is living with a woman. Now, we don't really, she doesn't get into why this woman is there. We don't know if her woman, the woman works for her. We have no idea. It didn't sound like that it was an employer. Because I know I felt, but I, for some reason, I felt like this woman took her in. Mm. Maybe yes. she was the grandmother of the other, of the other daughter. daughter. So they're living, her so the, the mom has another daughter, and... This. She says, uh, that can't be my daughter. I don't have another daughter. Not but- that one. That one's living with her. That one died. Who died? The daughter that when Oprah got to the house, her do- the do- her sister was in there with her and she was allowed to stay in the house that Oprah wasn't. So there was a third yes, daughter she had. a third daughter she oh, had. Oh, God. Damn. So the second daughter she had... Uh, is in this house with this woman. I, let's call her Mrs. Williams. I feel like that was the name. And Oprah shows up and Mrs. Williams looks at her and says to her mom, uh, that Negro is not welcome in my house. Literally said that. What? You don't remember? I remember her saying, she didn't let me in and I just knew at that moment it was because of the color of my skin. She literally said something like, she called herself, she was like, that's what I was referred to as and my mom didn't stick up for me. Yeah, no, and 100%. She's, she said she's... She and she was not outside. white. Mrs. Williams was not white, but, but she, she identified, identified as a white person, which is so interesting. So interesting. So she's like, so her mom's like, well, you got to sleep on the front porch as a six-year-old little girl. You got to go. And Oprah said, I lay there so scared. I'd never been out of my grandmother's bed, out of my grandmother's bed. And she had to stay there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> not a short time, a long time. So she sleeps there. Finally, they move. And then finally, she gets back in with her mom. But she said she never had a good relationship with her mom. She took care of her mom. She gave her mom things. She did everything she knew. Bought her house. Do everything that she thought that she was supposed to do. When you make it is what you're supposed to do. And then her mom's on her deathbed. And Oprah thought everything was great. Another sister shows up out of the blue. And her mom's like, that's not my daughter. I had never had another baby. And so she full-on denies it. They take DNA. It's her daughter. So her mom... Flat out tonight, another baby. Okay, later on in life, this daughter ends up taking care of the mom until her final. Like, Even breath. though she never like admitted, this is my baby. The girl, yeah, st- she took care of her mother. Yeah, every was day sick and dying. So basically, Oprah finally gets to the end of her mother's life, and she thinks she's at peace. She goes to say goodbye to her, and she she can't. She doesn't know what to say. She's like frozen in time and doesn't know what to say. So she goes, she literally gets on a plane and goes and does her thing. And then she gets back on a plane and go, like, and turns around. We're both coughing. And then turns around and goes back to, um, to the hospital again, not know what to say back again. Okay. So she's like wrestling with what to say. She's so, so she confused. calls the singer and says, can you sing to my mother? The singer sings to her mother. And finally <laughs> she likes like this beautiful singer. And she finally lets go of everything that she was, you know what? I'm just going to give you peace to know that everything's okay. Not like uh, you had been, like didn't lie, just said everything's done. It's okay. Then she said she finally came to a place where she learned her mother could have had an abortion. Her mother could have given her up for adoption. Her mother could have done all these things. 
but her mother was her mother, and that's why Oprah is Oprah. And yeah, she said, I, mean, I came to realize I am who I am because of her. And, and I have all to of, thank her for that. Yeah, and all of us are so thankful because Oprah never would have been who she is if she if she didn't have to become so resilient and independent and trailblaze. So literally her biggest touching point of sadness and she's like you know she called Gail her sister her mother her family like Gail is her family and um she interestingly enough just was like after all that 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 mom did to her she still was like that's my mom and I wouldn't I wouldn't change it Uh I would have never have changed my journey and I was like we've now talked to a lot of people in a lot of different positions with a lot of different backgrounds and some like quote-unquote shitty moms like shitty moms, yeah. like if you were to quote unquote it, yeah. Um, and they were all like, "I would never change it." I know it's that's cr- mind blowing. I know it's crazy. I wonder if we'll ever meet someone who's like, "I would be, I would have been better off with not my mother," although they wouldn't have been here. So if they, I don't, if they say that they don't want their mother, then they're saying they don't want to be here. You it's know, it's just super interesting. And she was like trauma, and like everyone's got something going on, and you know, like basically it was like how to self align yourself and how to get right with yourself and you know it was a lot of empowerment talk a lot about you know she found WW because um, she'd been up and down and showed her journey of being up and down a hundred different oh, ways oh yeah we saw the videos you know one of my favorite things that she said and she says in front of 15,000 people and you know she said it at this one and she says it at like you know all the time is that Gail is the single most important person in her life yeah. by far and Gail also said that she actually did a lot of therapy but the best therapist she ever had was Oprah um, then we so that was great it was lovely I mean so many people were touched there was a gospel singer, there was Julianne Huff, there was Common, there was some dance crew, there was a lot of dancing. We met Oprah. And I, we met Oprah, and I'm going to be honest, like, the dancing, I was talking to, Kate, to Katie about it, she's like, I would have died. I know. You had to dance in front of everyone. I know there's people like, just let it go, just be there, like, be a part of it, you know, let loose. Well, you know, everyone's not like that, you know? No. So anyways, I pretended, and I said to Kat, I said, don't look at me, and if you if you see me doing these moves, erase it's your memory. So I'm, I've never been so embarrassed in my good. whole entire life. I also have to tell you that um, we we just we like it's a long day for us because that was a long day, like all day listening, and it was we did it as proud of us. Well, luckily they put Gail in the second half because if Gail, yeah, it was really smart. That's like the, when they do like Dateline. You don't get like you don't get the headline well, till I mean, the we end. We couldn't have left, but no, no. But it's like I needed something that really drew drew my personal attention in. Yeah. And that happened with Gail and then um, Oprah's final um, monologue. Biggest take home for Nitty Nat is that, you know, what, you need to restore your energy and whatever that looks like, that needs to be. You need to rest. You need to quiet your body. You need to lie down. You need to lie down. You, you need to, you know? It was like, I, this message has kept coming up and coming up. I this. can't believe how many people, okay, so the whole mindful thing, yes, meditation. They um, said mindful though could be lying down in uh, a quiet moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> people are like, like it's like they're so, it's like they're so brilliant because they figured out how to lie down. And like we interviewed Mel Robbins yesterday, and she's like, "I take a bath every night." Like it is a profound thing she has realized <laughs> is so important for her. And I'm like, Nat, who knew you were so ahead of the curve? Some people call it lazy, but Nat, it's 
when Oprah does it, it's actually self-care and mindfulness. Yeah. I'm like, look at you self-caring. You're, you're so enlightened. I know, We were right? dying. I was like, and now I keep screenshotting shit about being enlightened from lying down. <laughs> It's so funny. If everyone could just take the moments in between life and just lie down, you would restore your energy and your focus. Good. It was like it's so like it's it's so so lie down, people. Just go have a nap. You know, and if someone tries to shame you into it, you let them know that it's being mindful, enlightenment. I'm yeah, I'm I'm a higher being than you because I know how to restore my energy. It's definitely enlightenment. 
damn, we wanted to be on the show for a long time, but we were going to New York just for Monday and Tuesday at this point. We'd canceled Wednesday, or Wednesday had canceled on us. So we were going to be home. We told our kids we were were coming coming home home early. early. Oh, gosh. This has been a roller coaster. And then the whole thing is, do we go home for Tuesday night and then go back on Wednesday and fly home on Thursday? Which in normal world wouldn't be such a big deal except for all of these germs. And coronavirus. So this is like people like, oh gosh, just stay in New York. Like don't risk going on all these airplanes and all this travel. So our our parents were like, don't do it, don't come. And we're kind of like, as a mom, you know when you know your kids need you? Like, and it's not because someone's doing a bad job at home. It's because you know, you know when you need FaceTime. And this is (laughs) not on the phone. And you could like, you could brush it off and you could be like, it'll be fine. It's two more days. But when New York is so close to us and we have the ability to do it, we're like, let's bounce. Let's go home. Yeah. Let's go see those little people. Um, So we, and I'm like, I said to my husband, I'm like, the schlep is on us. The schlep's on nobody else. And we can handle the schlep and being tired. And it's literally like a drive to like... The day is shorter than driving to Montreal for us. And like, honestly, being on the plane, just having time to think is really restoring my energy. There, she slept. <laughs> uh, so, like, we, we left at literally 6.30 and we'll be home by 9.30. Yeah. Like, door to door. The yeah. hotel to our house. Yeah. So, for us, it it, it seems overwhelming, but we, we've done it so often that it doesn't feel like a big thing. And those two days as a mom will mean so much to them mm. um, that we knew we had to do it. And, you know, they're struggling and I left a sick kid and I sold a house and I did like all these things. Oh my god! Oh, I didn't even tell you guys the story about my sold house. Oh my god! Oh I, my I mean, you probably saw the champagne smouting from my mouth, but I just she sold her house into a beautiful, amazing follower of ours who wrote the most sweet note in hopes of cat choosing her to have the house with telling us that she has seen the house and watched us in it for years, and that when she walked in, it felt like a warm hug. I was like, just take it. Yeah, take it. Yeah. Um. So, so it, lovely. It was a really beautiful story and I will tell you I now know how I handle stress I it's like I am hyper Uh I can't eat I get silly never you're like you're funny like never seen you not eat before that was the craziest two days I was just like it's like like, having a bite like we eat it usually if we don't even like it we just finish it no I was just (laughs) I get you actually thought I was really fun because I was so crazy (laughs) it's like I'm like a caged animal and I'm like it's like like I'm I'm high and she was like we need a cocktail I'm like what (laughs) let's pop the champagne crazy let's pop it yeah no I definitely I don't do stress often uh, that was on the more stressful side of my life. Yeah. I don't want to ever do it again. It's over. Never. You hear me? Mark my words. I never want to do that again. Okay. So you're staying in your house forever? In the middle of the night. <laughs> in my dreams. Yeah, I think so. Um, anyways, it was it was just crazy. And, you know, now we're home. We saw we saw Common at the hotel. We, um, we in, and when we interviewed Minnie Grossman, she was just so great. But then in New York, we ended up setting, <laughs> lining up some really amazing podcasts and yesterday this podcast series is probably releasing uh this week and it's guys we have people say yes to us who are like super successful super famous 
way out of our league, and they come to our hotel rooms. I know. And let us interview them and open up. Okay, not only let us interview them, we also do it on our phone. And every single person over and over and over again is mind blown that we do it so, I'm going to say we could do it quick and dirty. Everything is like nitty gritty, quick and dirty. It's just like, it is so on the fly. And I don't know whether to be mortified or proud. Most people are, are shocked when they see how rogue and random we do things. Like we're in the back of a cab on the way home without a studio, without <laughs> the anything but our iPhone. Is, I feel like I've been on people's stuff before and they have this whole crew and all of that and I'm like, it's a lot for like how many people are watching. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Right. I'm like, Unless- don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. You know, but this this series is going to be off the chain. Like the people, there's not one person on this podcast that doesn't have an amazing story to tell. Yeah. So, and not only that, insight and wisdom. And I think we look at people who are successful, and we think they just became successful. We're like, oh, they just are successful. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually, they're not just successful. They have a story to get to successful. It's not just like all of a sudden they are. Um, We've never come across somebody so far that's super successful that doesn't have a really interesting background. Yeah, like no there's one, always something you think they're just no one's like, inherited and then, it. And then I did this, and then I did this, and then it, and then it just kind of then just kind of happened. Yeah, no, it's like, and they are not afraid to tell their stories. Well, because their stories made them who they were. I know, like they literally made them who they were, and I think that that's the biggest life lesson. If you want to know who you are, then like face the fact that what you fear of yourself is probably what has made you the strongest. Yeah. So rather than running from it and being embarrassed of it, own it. Own like, it. And, and, and so many people will either unexpectedly be able to relate or be inspired by the fact that you worked through it. Yeah. You know? Like, I am a survivor of. I was bankrupt. I, like, hiding and pretending that something of, like, that everything is just great and you haven't been through something is not admirable. The admirable people are the ones who take their shit and own it and work through it. And then that's really what it is. If you want to get to know yourself, work through your shit. That's all I, like, literally, I think I, that's the probably number one home take home I took. And it took Oprah. Like, she even called herself out. She was like, I mean, I'm Oprah, and I can't... I just figured this out at 66 years old. So it's not like it's something you can do tomorrow, but definitely, definitely, don't don't be... I think when you shame yourself of your shit... You just keep it, just you keep burying who you are. So like, stop that. Tell one friend. If I you're know. like, just tell one person. Yeah. And if you're, if they judge you, fuck them. Yeah. Move they're on. Not they're not one. your right people. And the crazy thing is, is that, you know, if you're so in 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 your head about it, and you think that you're the only one who's been through it. Like, there are a lot of humans in this in this world. Just side note, don't be an oversharer where you tell, like, you're at a dinner, like you're at a dinner party and you're like, you know, you, there's a fine balance to owning this your shit. This is my moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you about this thing that happened to me. Yeah, Everybody I, listen. No. It's a fine, you know, the people you just sit there and you're like, that was a lot in one sit. They don't tell the person in the elevator. Like, start to, you know, give people a moment to, like, share it in an appropriate matter, not just yeah. somewhere where, like, to but your... Don't, but don't think for a second you're the only one it happened to. I know that it feels that way. You feel like you're the only one that has that shameful experience I guarantee you whether you stole something whether you did something wrong or somebody did something to you and listen yeah and if you feel like if you if you did something and you feel ashamed of it great news you have a conscious you know what I mean like great news that's really great if you did something shitty and you feel bad not a total psychopath don't run from it call the person you're ignoring and like you know what I'm really sorry that happened Mm -hmm. my bad Mm. how can I make this better Mm. that's it 
Yeah. Like, you know, if, if that's bothering you or if you are, or if something happened to you and, and you, you haven't worked through it, well, call someone and, and, and share, share the load with them. And I bet they would be happy to take that load with you. Yeah. I just, I think it, there's such, I don't think anyone's talking about the baby steps of how to actually start to process your, it's taken me a long time to articulate what I think people are missing. And I think that it's, it's self-articulation and sharing how you feel with people. And if it was an experience that you're hiding from, try to share it. It's what's stopping you. You know, it's what's blocking everything from your next. Yeah, and when you can clean the, the best thing, and the most, and the selfish part about it, if you, you know, because if you're like, oh, why well, don't, you know, I don't want to make it better for them. The selfish part about it for yourself is that when you, oh. when you make room for that, you make room for something else, or you're able to flourish because that's not, that's not clogging the system. It's also no longer your demon mm-hmm. because you've let it go. You know, like if you, if you, or if someone did something to you, and you just say, you know, I, I really didn't like that that happened to me. I mean, there's more serious things that people would would have to dive deeper into, like sexual abuse, like sexual assault, like alcoholism, like drug addiction, you know, all those things. But I think that it's... It seems like, you know, when you get to talking to people, it feels like everyone's got an alcoholic in their life. I, it's you know very I mean? Like my dad true. was an alcoholic. My mom was an alcoholic. I was Your an alcoholic. Your mom, what? No. Oh. <laughs> no, people say that, you yeah, know? Yeah. No, alcoholism is very much a part of a lot of people's story. And, and I guess for a lot and of addiction. children having parents of mm-hmm. alcoholics mm-hmm. This can be very traumatic. Abuse, abuse is, is almost in everybody's story, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Um, you know, you're not alone. And if you think you are, you're not. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And by the way, if you don't have any huge traumatic things, that's okay too. Congratulations, you know? I think everybody's got something that they haven't worked through. Like everybody's got something that they just... But you know what's hard is that some people are like, my thing is so small compared to those people's thing that I don't even... Yeah, it's still a thing to that. If you're not aligned with yourself. And then Mel Robbins said something to us. She was like, you know what? You know why you two are wildly successful? I was like, tell me, Mel. Go <laughs> ahead. I want to yeah. know why we are... Why are we wildly successful? And she said, it's... it's. What did she say? Something like, it is... I don't know the word, but like, awestruck. It is 
so you are, I don't know the word, okay. like people, it. people can't get enough of watching people aligned with themselves. Well, and yeah. she said, like, there, people cannot get enough of people who are, like, in sync with themselves and, and with I, each other. And I, I was can, like, whoa. I can feel when I'm completely in sync or when I'm a little bit off. And when I'm in sync, I, there are signs everywhere that are telling me you're doing the right thing. Things are going you're right. You're very in sync right now. I know you don't feel it, but you are. <laughs> you're actually more in sync than most, most. I know it doesn't feel it. No, I know. But your energy is very much present. Yes, 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 yes. You yes, know? Yes. There's been times where we've just woken up and been numb for the day and been like, <laughs> like we've gone weeks. Like, I would say most of June to December last year, <laughs> we just kind of like, what's happening? We really woke up in January, and I think that that's why all this shit is stirring. Yes, oh, 100%. I, where it's like... We kicked the we, shit up. We, and we cleared. We cleared the pipes. We you know? cleared the pipes. That's what and he now, said. That's it. But then now it's going to be. There's guys. I mean, if I'm telling you that crazy shit is going down and exciting stuff and like, you know, it's funny. We have these moments where we're like kind of bored. Like we say to each other, it's kind of boring. And people are like, oh my gosh, with all the things you guys have going on, so exciting. It's not the actual things. It's for us. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. For us. Yeah. Things that get us excited make us not bored. And right now we have some of those things on our plate, you know? I know. It is very... We like change. That's the other thing. We like different. You know, we some like people change. feel safe with, if I'm consistently, like someone could be like, I'm getting brand deals. I'm doing my job. This feels even. This feels safe. Yeah. You know, but for us, it's like we want new things, different things and change. New things, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's what makes us feel and good. And for some people, that is an anxiety, <gasps> panic attack, waiting. especially so many moms. On top of being a mom, I want to. I also want to have unexpected things in my life. No, yeah, no, it's it's super. It's really interesting to see, um, and you you can't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Like, no, you know, you really can't compare yourself to like Betty Joe and and oh, not just and, Bobby Joe, but Betty Joe and Bobby Joe. Yeah, no, too. Bobby, no, and 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 Dick. And Quack. Yeah, quack. Um, like, if they go for date night every Thursday, Friday, and you go once a month, but your marriage is fine with where it is, then do do that. Don't, like, don't, don't fall to the pressure of anything. Do what you like. If you hate date night but love movie night, staying in with him, do that or her or whoever you date. <laughs> you know? Like, just stop. Uh... So we're home now. We're about to drop off Kat at home, but we have... We are turning around and going back to New York for the Tamron Hall show, which is really exciting. But not only that, like, we've been asked to go on shows before where the, and this happened to us multiple times, where the theme is not right for us. So sometimes we'll do it and sometimes we'll say no. But for this, I love the theme. Yeah. It's about relationships. They're doing a cat and net segment. I was like, all right, do a like, cat and net segment. We were going to do two small segments, but I think we're just going to do one big long segment about on you cat guys. And we're like, sweet. Sure. And I love it because it was, they called us, they they had this the, the, the segment thing, but then they saw our mom truth from literally Friday yeah. talking about the little lies, the it's lies like we tell our husband. laughed her face off. They're like, Tamron was laughing so hard and boarded to her executive producer. Oh, my And God. the executive producer on the phone. She's like, are you, you what, what's your training in being funny? I'm like, we still don't know if we are. We just, I'm like, she's like, I have no idea what we, why we're funny. But if you think so, she was laughing on the phone. So we get to go and talk about, basically, embellish on a mom truth. Like, just something that we did in our car when we were literally telling each other how we, how we lie to our husbands. Oh, 
no. Oh, no. All right. So here's what's going to happen. That was, it's just up here on the corner. That was a, a quick, a quick little quick podcast. Dirty, lots of juice. I feel like it was really good. <laughs> uh, virtual uh, late night live will be available. It will be doing it. It was off the chain. There's some amazing new sunglasses that we're releasing. And Tina and Tween. Oh, just on the other side. Thank you. And Tina Tween is still uh, alive guys, and well. Nashville's oh, God, is someone at my house? Oh, my mom is there. She's watching CNN. I can tell. She, oh, God, now I got to stop. stop. Thank you. I got to go talk to her about the life. Oh, God. Oh, God. Tell oh, her I just want to go to bed. Oh, she doesn't want me to travel. She's worried about Corona. Oh, guys, corona. Thanks, go thanks. to catnat.ca. Leave five stars. Uh, we love you. <laughs> Subscribe. And that's, Ciao. that's all she wrote. <laughs>